Hello and welcome back to the Atlas Solutions Podcast. My name's Brian, he's Chad, and today we're going to take you through some uh, Apple news and um, a product review possibly. Hey Chad, how's it going? Man, I'm doing great. Uh, it's Monday and I'm starting to work on my tasks for the week and set up my my um, habit tracking stuff. So I'm a big goal person and I just... I don't know. A couple of years ago, I kind of was like, I'm not doing new year's resolutions this year. Cause they always fail. And <laughs> you know, it's just one of those things. Maybe it's mental. I think that we all like, you know, the start of something fresh. We want to start the new year and we're going to start our new habits. But, um, a couple of years ago, for whatever reason, it was maybe it was spring was in the air and it was sort of, you know, St. Patty's day. And, and I just had some time and the windows were open and I just was like, you know, this is a good time to kind of start my, what do I actually want to do with my life? What do I want to do this year? Um, regardless of what month it is, it's just, I needed to start. Right. So, um, since then I've read a bunch of books on habits and I just recently read a really awesome book called atomic habits. It's one of the top books right now. Um, and I've sort of done this stuff my whole life. I've always had goals and tracked different things. But um, there were a couple of things I wanted to kind of talk about on the podcast today um, in regards to digital and paper and how do we kind of make both of those work together because they honestly just don't. There's not really a good app out there where you can use paper and pencil and it all of a sudden translates to digital. And I know that there's apps and people would make the claim that the iPad is the replacement. It's just not, you know, not. the Apple pencil on glass is not the same as a piece of paper. It's just not. So um, how do we kind of make that work? You know, everybody's got their own thing, but this is just what Chad does. So take it or leave it. So a couple of things I changed recently was um, after after I listened to Atomic Habits, which, again, is a really good book. Um, just basically talking about if you can just increase by a fraction of a percent or 1% better every day. Well, in a year you would be 365% better with compound, right? So, so just mm. try to take a little bit better, like just a, a little bit better at being a salesperson, a little bit better at getting back to customers on time, a little bit better at eating healthier, a little bit better at exercise. Just those minor things make a big difference. But if you're not tracking it and you're not looking at it and paying attention at it, you're going to, you're going to backslide, you're going to fail, or you're going to kind of go in those um, routines of like supercharged. I'm just going to starve myself to death and work out every day to lose weight and then you just get burnt out and you just quit and eat whatever you want, you know, or, mm -hmm. or whatever the habit is. So two things I wanted to talk about in regards to that, one of, I guess both of them are going to be sort of a product review. So this is a super popular, the Michael Hyatt full focus planner. Um, I've had a couple of friends recommend it to me and I just kept thinking, I've got to find a way to do this digital. I'm, I'm going to find a way to do it digital. <laughs> this is this book. There's nothing special about it. It's not anything you've never heard of. If you ever have paid attention or read any habit tracking or any goal setting stuff, it's the same stuff. But the nice thing is you kind of open it up and, you know, without really seeing it too much, you've got your day and your day starts out with the big three. I, I need to get these three important things done. If I do absolutely nothing today, I'm going to get these three things done. 
And then mm. um, on the side there, you've also got obviously um, this this little part. It actually was confusing to me in the beginning. It's hard to see, I'm sure, but it starts with six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and I was like, why is it going to six? Because there's one through three. And then there's a list of other tasks, and then it starts at six, and I couldn't. And then I realized, there's wait, it goes, <laughs> it goes to twelve, and then it starts at one again. I was like, oh, it's the day, it's the day, it's the time of day. Um, <laughs> so for me, I get about five every day. <laughs> so I was like, wait, there should be a five up there. So uh, so anyway, I kind of made it work. And um, at the top there, you've got your morning ritual, and then your workday startup ritual, your workday shutdown ritual, and your evening ritual is what they call it. So the big eye-opening thing for me, by having the paper and not doing this digitally, it forced me to kind of think, what do I actually do? What's my morning ritual? And so for me, when you fill out the sort of morning ritual section, it's like, well, okay, what do you do? What do, what do you have to do to get from waking up to starting work? What's that ritual look like? And for me, it's very much the same. It's get up, make a pot of coffee, read my Bible, um, you know, get the kids ready, take the kids to school, uh, pick up the mail on the way back. You know, I've got my routine and you kind of have to calculate, well, how much time does it take to make coffee in the morning? You know, how much time does it take to drop the kids off? You know, and with accounting for things that happen, you know, like this morning was a typical I've got my day and then I get a call from my wife of, Oh, the oldest one left her book bag at home. So now <laughs> I just got a surprise 35 minute, uh, you know, drive back, get the book bag, go back over here. There's school buses out now. So it's taken forever, but it just gave me the awareness of like, okay, wow. My morning routine is three and a half hours long from the time I wake up, finish my workout, whatever I'm doing that morning, it's a three and a half hour process. Wow. So, um, that's sort of part one, the book, like I would suggest whether it's this book or not, leave comments, ask questions. And I'd love to, to dive in deeper on how this has helped me. Um, but the other side is the digital. So how can we digitize that tracking? Because it's important to get on, uh, you know, where you, you know, like, all right, like taking my medicine every day, I need to take my medicine every day. And if I forget, you know, who knows how many days it's been. Well, if you track it every day and you just little check mark to make sure you do it, uh, it's good, but it's not in your pocket when you're, you know, grabbing that coffee at Starbucks or something. And you think, Oh man, I better check that off. Or what do I have to do today? It that's where it's difficult. Pulling the book out and a pen while you're standing in line for coffee. Maybe is not the thing. Um, so I wanted to talk about strides. So the strides app, I've had this app for years um, and it's a habit tracking app. So good habits, bad habits. And I'll let you read up you know, personally on how that, you know, in interprets in your life. But for me, um, I'll just pull it up here. So the, the, uh, strides app, it's a little blue app with kind of, um, some goals that you're trying to achieve here. You can start with some templates that they have for you, uh, or you can make your own habits. So I track things like, um, you know, Bible time, family time, take my medicine. I track my weight, the water that I drink, 
You know, uh, did I journal today? Did I create something today? Did I post a video on YouTube today? Because when you set a goal and you don't have any sort of frame of reference, you'll, you're never going to achieve it. As they always say, if you, if you don't have a target, you will hit it every time. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah. Um, the other thing about going back to the book, that's kind of nice is it sort of, instead of taking a year, it sort of takes like a 12, 13 week snapshot, like a quarter. And there's some studies on that. There's another great book called the 12 week year that kind of says like, let's look at our goals in three month periods because you know, I know for Atlas, when we're making marketing content, we kind of look at, well, we've got Easter coming up or we've got Mother's Day or we've got some things that maybe we want to to look at this quarter. But it's sort of hard to think about what's Christmas. What are we going to do for Christmas? You know, it's too far, right. too far in our mind. So but two, three months like I can already see the summer vacation coming down the pipe. So I need to plan around that. What are my habits and tracking and stuff going to look like in two, three months? So with strides, um, I, it's a little bit difficult to find the pricing of it, but I have a story about that. I want to say it's like $20, uh, or it used to be $20 a year. So you'd pay 20 bucks. Um, I know for software that can be a little bit expensive. You think, man, is it really going to be worth the $20? And that's sort of the, the issue with apps on the app store. Sometimes you're like, wow, $20 or maybe even a subscription. I don't want to pay this all the time. Is it going to be worth it? Um, this mm. one's totally worth it. They have a model now that's an, that's like a lifer. Once you pay for it, you're done. So I was lucky enough. Once they bumped the price up, I think I was used to pay $20 a year. Now it's like $29. Um, and I'm just guessing here, but I, I believe the lifers is like $69 or something like that, $59. So I kind of reached out to support and was like, Hey, I've been paying this price for like three years. Can you hook me up? And they did. They were great. And they, uh, they said, you know, thanks for being a good customer. You're a lifer now, which is awesome. So I have the app forever, but, um, super easy to use. You just log into the app. You can just quickly, you know, if it's a habit, a daily thing, you just click it, you're done. You just marked it. Um, because the thing about habit tracking and, and the guy in, um, atomic habits talks about this for some of us, it's another thing to deal with the habit tracker, the full focus planner. It's now another thing that you're like, Oh, I've got to go and check, check yeah. my book. And, uh, you don't want to add another layer of complexity. It needs to be easy. You need to focus on your plans, not focus on your planner. Um, so yeah, the combination of those has been great for me. Um, and also having the kids kind of going back to school <laughs> that, that helps <laughs> to have a little bit of extra time. Um, so yeah, check that out. Let us know what you think about it. Um, so yeah, what do you think, Brian? Have you ever used well, any of these tools? You know, I've I've toyed with productivity tracking, and I like the idea of writing things down on paper. I have a couple of different, you know, is it I can't remember is it Moleskin or Moleskine or how are they Moleskin? Yeah, Moleskin. Yeah. You know, they're kind of they're fancy little leather books, right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I've, I've, you know, I've gone through like writing stuff down for a while and you're talking about digitizing. And so I grabbed this, uh, on my desk, but for a long time, I used Evernote as a note taking platform. Yeah. They actually made a moleskin Evernote. Book. I remember that. Yes. And I bought it thinking, Oh, I can digitize 
my notes because there's all these little tags and stickers you can add yep that supposedly help you like tag and do that i didn't i didn't do any of that <laughs> you know that's so funny i always was curious about that i always wanted yeah. to get in that world and so you're saying it's basically a scam it's maybe it works i never I don't know. I'm funny about putting stickers on anything. I'm like going, I don't want to, perm- I don't know. I'm just going to write it down and just writing. There's like a neurological yeah. pathway that forms when you write something down yeah. that helps me remember or focus or go, Oh yeah, that was there. I can go look it back up. It's faster than digital sometimes. Yep. But I've, I've played with some of those, you know, I used to do list. I have a to do. I used to do list actually yeah. just to track everything I do. Like if I needed, if it needs to get done, just from a, just a basic task management that's where it gets written down, you know? Yeah. You know, and, and I'm the kind of guy that, you know, I'd have, I'll have a different book for different parts of my life. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Like I've got a book that's work. I've got a book that's, uh, you know, church stuff or like religion or whatever. Yep. I've got a book. I used to, you know, I think I might have another book for, I have at least three or four. So well, I'm not you know, mixing pages and things, you know? That's, that's an interesting point. Um, two things really, like I think as the, whatever Enneagram type that I am, (laughs) um, I love getting a fresh book and I hate Mm -hmm. messing it up. I hate writing it. And that's such a dumb thing to do. But with this one, I committed to like, look, this is, this full focus planner is designed for a quarter. So in three months, I could throw it in the trash. I could put it on a shelf. It's okay to ruin it. And so that gave yeah. me a little bit of relief. So now I scribble in it. I draw in it. I write in it. And I actually want to see a completed notebook. Cause one of the things I've struggled with my whole life is like starting something and not ever really quite finishing. I've got a lot of really cool notebooks that have 10 pages in them and then they're sitting on the shelf. And right. then I get a new one yeah. with all these aspirations. So like this um, Evernote book, I think I've written. There might be 25, 30 pages in it. And I've had this for at least five years. Wow. Like I've have not really used this one yeah. for anything. Yeah. I, you know, I have another book. Uh, like I have one oh, I just use for what we do work wise. And, and since yeah. really since the pandemic, we haven't met in person at a place. That's where I would bring that. You right. see me pull that book out and start writing, you know, mm-hmm. or have a meeting. That's where I would put, you know, plan stuff out and, you know, think about stuff. I've probably haven't used it much at my desk. I right. just go digital for whatever reason. So, and so I'm kind of scattered when it comes to that stuff, I guess. Well, and you know, a lot of these things, I know that it's sort of outside of the vein of what we typically talk about with business. This is very much a personal thing, but you know, we are cogs in the wheel. Like I mm-hmm. am a, I'm part of it. Chad, the person is part of Atlas, the business. And if my person affects business, then it affects you and it affects her. So it's in my best yeah. interest to be healthy and happy so that I can bring my best self to the team. And the full focus planner is it's all about me. It's got like actually on the uh, goals, you go and you start with um, actually they encourage you to dive right into the day, not to try to, you know, plan your life out in the beginning, just dive into a day. Yeah. And then you kind of go back. I personally went through and made tasks like go and fill out the the daily ritual, go and fill out the quarter, go out and fill the month or whatever. And I, I did it over the course of like a week. It took me, but I would just sit down and it was nice knowing like, look, I've still got my digital stuff over here. It's fine. But 
the goals have, um, you know, again, this is nothing new, but they're, what kind of goal is this? They call it the domain. Is this a spiritual thing, intellectual, emotional, physical, mm. marital, par- um, parenting, social, vocational, avocational, or financial? And um, so it's sort of all in one. It's supposed to sort of say, what? how am I holistically? Now, yeah. to go back to strides, that's, again, that's my little habit tracker. If we want to enter the work domain, like to make your team productive, that's a whole nother world. And, oh, you know, yeah. we, we personally use Asana, we've used Trello and, you know, we dabble in a lot of software so on behalf of you guys in a way to say, Hey, look, this one's good. This one's bad. But, um, you know, you kind of need both. You need your domains. We encourage companies to use things like Slack, um, and Asana where work can kind of stay in the work zone and your work list is over here. Um, but then over here is sort of like your personal, like I need to get edging for the lawn this weekend, you know, um, Mm -hmm. as a business owner, that's difficult because I don't want, it's sort of like work and my personal stuff are sort of the same. And so I have my own list within the, the Asana realm. That's just kind of my, like, remember to drop off the taxes, pick up the groceries, get the oil changed. That's on there, but I can still kind of see it. And it lives in that productivity uh, environment. You know, it's sort of different for different people, but yeah, there's a tool out there. Uh, we can dig into those later. I definitely would. I think we could spend a whole podcast just talking about Asana, just talking about Slack <laughs> and those integrations. So we'll save sure. that for another time. But um, yeah, so I want to talk about Evernote just for a little bit. So um, I know there was some, uh, Evernote was in some hot water for a little while. Is that still like, I know there was a change of CEOs and all that. Are they still okay? As far I as you know, know, you know, I haven't really used them because, you know, for a while it was, it was free and then it was free for two devices. And that's when right. I kind of lost it. Cause I'm a guy that has, you know, I got my Mac, I got right. my iPad, I got my iPhone. I used to have years ago, I had a separate work phone and everything was in, different places and when they said you can have two free i didn't want to pay for evernote yeah i was like right uh, i just kind of well, i know i still have stuff in there that i can go reference i might i think i have it on my phone and my mac i don't put anything new in there mm. at all and one of the reasons is if you have a microsoft account you have one note mm-hmm. which is the exact same thing yeah it might, it might be better actually. It probably is better. (laughs) Well, you know, I think the reason I'm so intrigued by Evernote is, um, I still know one guy, Jason Lanier, uh, he's all in Evernote and has been for, I don't know, as long as I can remember. And he had the pen, he had the notebook that you're talking about. He has Mm -hmm. the scanner for a while. They made a little scanner and you can (laughs) scan your documents into it. And it was basically, like it's a regular scanner that a lot of our medical clients use, but it just has a little Evernote elephant on there. Um, and, but I've always thought it was so interesting because I, I like the idea of having all of your life's notes kind of in one place. It's all accessible kind of there and it's digital. It's sort of on paper, but mm-hmm. I just never got the sense that it really did paper and digital well. It's I don't sort know that of, anything does. And like, yeah. I have terrible handwriting. So same here. Yeah. <laughs> if I write it in the, I mean, if, even if it was doing like character recognition, 
there's no computer on earth smart enough to take my handwriting and try to make anything legible out of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and again, another topic that I won't dig too deep into, but the most recent version of uh, iOS on the iPad claimed to have, you know, writing recognition. Well, it hasn't figured out my hieroglyphs yet. So yeah. it's all, it, it, you know, it's <laughs> changing to Sanskrit, maybe, yeah. but it's not going to be English. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think we're still a long ways from there. You know, it's, it's nice that the technology companies are trying, but um, yeah, I, that's why I thought it was important just for business, for personal use to talk about and address this kind of elephant in the room. No offense to, uh, to Evernote, but Evernote, yeah. the, uh, you know, we've, we live in a paper world, Unfortunately, we still have customers that love to print stuff. Um, I don't print anything anymore, but you know, to each his own. So sometimes it's nice to have that document in your hand, to flip the page, to look at it, to write on it, to scribble on it. And if you need to scan it, you can scan it. It's no big deal. Yeah. Um, and, and, so, you know, and the iPad apps, you know, we're dragging this out a little bit, but uh, I use an app called GoodNotes for writing on the iPad. And I, you know, I'll use that in if I want to write something down and I'm not sure it deserves to be on paper. Mm. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Erase it quickly. Yeah. And I'm not ruining my fancy book, my $30 <laughs> journal or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so the, and you can, you know, put a lot, you can have basically, you can have like 30 books in that one app, you know, and you can, it's not the same as paper, but it can accomplish some of the same goals. Yeah. Um, I yeah, think. I mean, it's the the issue that I find with uh with some of those things is and the Apple Notes app does a good job of this is mm-hmm. you're going from like I need to write some text that needs to be legible, I need to make some calculations, and sometimes you need to draw pictures. I mean, even in the IT world, sometimes we need to draw a network schematic yep. and say, "Hey, this is plugged into that and it, it's better to draw it. It's not something that you need to write out." So that uh there's lots of apps out there but I, I think we're still in a world where you just kind of, there's not a silver bullet. Uh, one note might be the best one out there for that, where you can kind of write and add a PDF and take some notes and put a picture all kind of in the same world. Um, mm-hmm. That might be the best thing out there aside. Maybe Evernote's a, a competitor. The, the thing I would really caution against is signing up for a service that could potentially disappear, you know, like right. Evernote. That was one of the things. If you you get all your data in this world, and then all of a sudden they say, "Hey, the new CEO says we're done and we're closing the place down." Well, if they don't get bought, your stuff is gone, and right. that's the digital footprint that is sort of dangerous. That's why I've always encouraged to go with places that are not going anywhere: Microsoft, Google, Apple. They're going to be fine. Even then, I would probably make a copy if it's possible. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, a way to export your notebooks or yeah. into some other format. Exactly. Like, I haven't even looked at that. I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's one of those things where it, it doesn't happen often, but uh, it's sort of a similar conversation about old email addresses. I know that there's people from the North that, you know, they used to have some internet service provider back when email was just coming up and their email addresses, you know, John Smith at some random ISP that got bought years ago.com. Yeah. And now wait a second there, that company's out of business. So what's happened that, to my email? Know, that actually happened to me. I used wonder list for a long time. Oh like yeah. That was where I did my list. My wife had 
we had shared like all of our trips were in there as templates. So we went on vacation or had project. That's where we just kind of did our personal digital to do list. And it got bought by Microsoft and eventually phased out. Yeah. So we had to like figure out, uh, okay, we need to put this somewhere else. <laughs> we were able to get yes. most of it out or had to rebuild it in like Trello or something else. But right. Yeah. I mean, Trello got bought by, um, Atlassian. Yeah. And, you know, it's not a big deal. It's good that they get bought because it's a good product. But now it's like, okay, I, I don't log into Trello anymore. I log into Trello and it takes me to Atlassian and I had to create an Atlassian login to take mm-hmm. me back to Trello to log back. And, you know, if you've got your whole world in there, yeah, especially if it's a free thing, like Trello is free. Now, all of a sudden you're kind of like, well, what if they make a different business decision? Those apps are great, but I would, uh, I would definitely caution against like putting your whole world in there. Cause we're talking about like with Evernote, mm-hmm. you've got notes in there, you got receipts, you've got, you know, whatever people put everything in there sometimes. And then all of a sudden you're left holding the bag and it's not necessarily easy to export. Or if it is, it's a disaster and it's not easily found when you're looking yeah. for that data. So, well, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, please comment, share, subscribe. Um, we want to hear what you use. If you use anything, we'd love to hear some um, good, bad, and ugly about your to-do lists and your habit trackers and your thoughts on all that stuff. So thanks for joining us, and we will talk to you on the next podcast.